0: A leading file transfer service recently announced a breach that might have exposed millions of individuals' driver's license information. Want to help protect yourself against identity theft? Join the millions who trust LifeLock. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to help detect identity threats and alert you if your information is being used. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but if there's a problem, LifeLock's identity restoration specialists will work to fix it. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com/aware. Oh, uh,
1: 041 likely to feel 51 on Saturday, equally as hot and humid in Karachi with that sea breeze. The other day, its Humidex was 51, but with the monsoon storms really never too far away, that should help give a little relief, at least at times, as those storms run up and down the country, the eastern side anyway. And we've got this batch of wet weather coming off the Black Sea into the Bosphorus for Istanbul. So your temperatures are now down in some wet weather in the forecast there on Saturday. Meantime, look at the temperature in Tunis, 44. That's about 10 above where you should be for this time of the year. And our usual showers and storms, really, for that central belt of Africa. Promise you we would get here, South Africa, with just uh, cool weather. Arctic air is just flooding in here. So waking up on Sunday morning, look at the temperature in Vintok. Minus four. This could be a record. Your record right now is minus 3.9. And again, we have you in at minus four Sunday morning. Cold indeed.
2: Up operations in Kherson continue in areas where the flood water has receded residents like andre are clearing the mud from their apartments and businesses determined to pick up their lives again
3: everything is covered in filth it was impossible to get through here until the flood waters went down
2: ukraine says russia committed a war crime by destroying the novakokovka dam that caused these floods russia denies responsibility as you can see the floods here have receded but some of the worst affected areas are out of town natalia has lived on the banks of the Ingulets river for more than four decades
4: when the water reached the threshold then we started to run away
2: she shows us the flood water marks on her house and leads us inside she looks at a photo of her daughter and struggles to hold back the tears she knows that despite the help she hopes will come rebuilding her life as the war rages, will be a challenge beyond words.
3: Tunisia is accused of rounding up hundreds of black African migrants and leaving them stranded on the border with Libya. We'll have an exclusive report.
5: The condition is dire. We have peop- there are people here that are injured that are in dire need, that are desperate.
3: Hello, I'm Sahil Rahman. You're watching Al Jazeera, live from my headquarters here in Doha. Also coming up, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen urges more cooperation on climate change during her visit to China. Monsoon rains trigger floods and landslides in Pakistan, killing more than 50 people in two weeks. We'll be live in the city of Lahore. And the US defends its plans to supply cluster bombs to Ukraine. Weapons banned by more than 100 countries. Welcome to the programme. We begin with exclusive coverage on the 1,200 migrants stranded in a heavily militarised zone at the Tunisian-Libyan border. The black Africans were dumped there more than a week ago by Tunisian authorities amid rising tensions with locals. Tunisia and Libya's foreign ministers have spoken to discuss what they call irregular migration. Amongst those stranded are pregnant women and 29 children. They've all been refused entry to Libya. Human Rights Watch is accusing Tunisia of violating international law in carrying out collective expulsions of migrants and is urging immediate humanitarian aid. Well, Tunisia is a transit point for those trying to get to Europe to flee violence, corruption, or even economic hardship. Earlier in the year, Tunisian President Kai Saeed appeared to blame migrants for a change of demographics, saying the undeclared goal of these successive waves of illegal immigration is to consider Tunisia a purely African country that has no affiliation to the Arab and Islamic nations. Human rights groups condemn those comments as racist, now, many African migrants say they fear for their safety. Tension wor- worsened after the killing of a Tunisian man on Monday in the city of Sfax. Residents demanded the expulsion of migrants from the city. Our reporter, Malik Trainer is the only journalist on the Libya-Tunisia border and has been speaking exclusively to some of those that are stranded.
5: Can you tell me, did you come from Sfax? <laughs> Who brought you here? Who brought you here? the Tunisians. Yes, yes, yes. and what, what is it you want what is it you want we want to go back our country almost six days they don't drink have you had have you had water have you had food we don't oh. have water we don't have, food. We, don't have food. we don't have nothing right now if you have smoothie for you it's the very we have give us what are we drink yesterday as you can as you can see we're we're here on the Libyan and Tunisian border and with these hundreds of migrants and refugees were brought here by tunisian authorities is what they are telling us and you can see the condition is dire we have peop- there are people here that are injured that are in dire need that are desperate for some kind of help we're seeing women and children they want to feel safe they want a safe haven what happens when you try to go back to tunisia what happened they were between us like muslims some some of them their foot was broke they beat us three people there almost three people they broke th- their legs most three people There, are One and two then they, nine, they, they, they are like no muslims are dying not everybody they are not eating enough. You know. No muslims is this the short the we don't do to them you go to uh-huh. address them They, they took us out with their boys they're, they're <laughs> they their us not boys. they have because some of them are saying they've been here for Six days, others for a little bit shorter. But here we can see they're injured. People they are injured. Women and children. Uh, the situation is desperate. There needs to be some sort of a solution uh, to this to this crisis. Now, Libyans will say that they're already dealing with with a migrant migration problem. There are over, according to the UN, there are over seven hundred thousand migrants. In Libya, some people are telling us that they want to be deported back to their country. Others that they want to go to Europe. But for these people here, the situation is desperate. Alex Reina on the libya Tunisian border.
3: Iranian media is reporting a shooting and suicide bomb attack on a police station in the southeastern province of Sistan Balochistan. At least one officer has died in the attack in the city of Sehdan, Police are investigating and are expected to release more details very soon. Now, prosecutors are describing it as a terrorist attack. And two Afghan men have been hanged in Iran for a shooting at a shrine last year. Thirteen people were killed and others wounded when gunmen stormed the Shah Chirag shrine in Shiraz. The Iranian government says the attackers pledged allegiance to ISIL. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says Washington and Beijing need to work together to address the existential threat of climate change, urging more targeted focus on climate finance. Yellen is holding discussions with climate experts after having met China's Premier on Friday. She's the second high-level U.S. official to visit the country in recent weeks.
6: I
7: believe that continued U.S.-China cooperation on climate finance is critical. As the world's two largest emitters of greenhouse gases and the largest investors in renewable energy, we have both a joint responsibility and ability to
3: lead the way. Katrina Yu is following developments from Beijing.
8: Janet Yellen's overall message to China is that this relationship between the U.S. and Beijing is enormously important. It's important for both sides and for the global community to get it right, and that the U.S. does not want to decouple away completely from Chinese supply chains. She's also gone on to uh, defend current U.S. sanctions on Chinese firms as necessary for protecting U.S. national security. She's criticized what she has said is unfair uh, unfair business conditions for U.S. firms operating here. Raised concerns about recent export controls on raw materials as well as investigations into U.S. firms operating here in Beijing. At the same time, though, she says that she hopes that this visit can pave the way for more communication and that there are opportunities for China to work together with the U.S., especially when it comes to areas such as climate change. Beijing welcoming her remarks about not wanting to decouple, about stabilizing this relationship, deepening communication and working together uh, to, to manage the global economy or contribute to the global economy as much as possible. But it is clear that China will not be happy with the US uh, com- being committed to maintaining these restrictions on Chinese technology firms that Beijing says are designed to contain China. They won't be happy with the maintenance of uh, so far of Trump-era tariffs on billions of dollars worth of Chinese extra exports to the U.S. and that the Biden administration is currently mulling over even more restrictions targeting Beijing. Uh, China says, however, going forward, they hope that Janet Yellen will work to uh, characterize this relationship, uh, approaching it with pragmatism and moderation. Katrina Yu, Al Jazeera, Beijing.
3: Monsoon floods across Pakistan have triggered floods and landslides which have destroyed homes. At least 55 people have been killed and dozens more injured in the past two weeks. Now, most of the fatalities are in the province of Punjab. Some were buried by landslides, others were electrocuted during the annual heavy rains. Kamal Haider, our correspondent, joins us now from Lahore, which has a record-breaking rainfall, certainly on Wednesday. Well, you're holding an umbrella, Kamal. I can only assume it's not looking too good where you are.
9: Indeed it's not looking good and as you can see some of the low-lying areas are already inundated with those rain waters. As you mentioned, it was indeed a record rainfall on Wednesday. The average rainfall for uh, the city of Lahore, which is Pakistan's second largest city, home to 14 million people. Uh, The average rain here is about 628 millimeters per annum. However, on Wednesday we had 291 millimeters of rain, which is almost half the annual uh, uh, average, and that was in a span of just 10 hours, which brought life to a virtual standstill. There are flood alerts uh, in place for most of Pakistan. There's a danger of urban flooding as well as rural flooding, and all that also at the time when the country is barely recovering from the floods last year.
3: Indeed, let's talk about those floods last year, because the world watched in horror as most of Pakistan was underwater. That recovery has been very slow, and now it's, it, what we're seeing now is more rain adding to the problem.
9: Absolutely. Uh, there are warnings that this year the monsoon could again wreak havoc. Uh,
10: Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now let's see what your dog has to say.
11: As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? <laughs> That's just my <Mateo>. tail. <laughs>
1: Weird. Anyway,
11: Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. Nope,
10: that is still my tail. Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms.
9: Areas uh, in Pakistan, almost one-third of Pakistan, was inundated uh, with the devastating flood that uh, uh, went across the country last year and uh, there was a 30 billion dollar infrastructural loss, 1700 people were killed, so of course everybody will be now watching carefully what happens this monsoon, but as, if you can see what's happening, I mean in a city like Lahore, uh, with that kind of rainfall which bro- broke a 30-year record, the potential for more flooding and more problems uh, cannot be ruled out.
3: Thanks for the update. Of course, we'll follow events uh, with you from Lahore in Punjab as the day progresses. Kamal Haider there for us in Pakistan. The US has defended its plan to supply cluster weapons to Kiev. The controversial weapons are banned by more than 100 countries. Washington's move has been opposed by both the UN Secretary General and human rights groups. The White House says it's aware of the risks to civilians, but couldn't leave Ukrainian troops defenceless. Shia Britansi reports now from the Pentagon. The U.S. is running low on
11: artillery to supply Ukraine. So as stocks are rebuilt. Cluster munitions will be shipped to fill the gap. The Biden administration says the decision came after much consideration.
1: We recognize that cluster munitions create a risk of civilian harm from unexploded ordnance. This is why we've deferred the decision for as long as we could. But there is also a massive risk of civilian harm if Russian troops and tanks roll over Ukrainian positions and take more Ukrainian territory and subjugate more Ukrainian civilians.
11: The Pentagon was at pains to point out that it has received reassurance on the weapons use from the Zelensky government.
0: We're working with Ukraine to minimize the risks associated with the decision. The Ukrainian government has offered us assurances in writing on the responsible use of DPICMs, including that they will not use the rounds in civilian populated urban environments, and that they will record where they use these rounds, which will simplify later demining efforts. The Pentagon claims that these cluster munitions have
11: a far lower failure rate than those used before. However, it refuses to release the research upon which that new figure relies. The last publicly released report says the failure rate was 6%, potentially four bomblets that will fail to detonate in each munition. That can mean hundreds of thousands of unexploded bomblets littering the battlefield. Nonetheless, Joe Biden said there was no choice. Run out of ammunition. Last year, the U.S.'s ambassador to the United Nations chastised Russia at the General Assembly for using cluster munitions, saying they had no place on the battlefield and violated the Geneva Convention. Those statements were then quietly erased by the U.S. from the official transcript. The message now from the administration is, when Russia uses cluster munitions, it's a war crime, but when the U.S. supplies Ukraine with cluster
3: munitions, it's all for a good cause. Shia Britansi, Al Jazeera, the Pentagon. Well, for the very latest, let's uh, join Rob McBride, who joins us from the Ukrainian capital. Rob, I mean, how's this decision now being either viewed or commented on where you are?
12: Yeah, I think this is being widely uh, received, widely received, accepted by many people here in Ukraine. Many people here would echo uh, Volodymyr Zelensky saying that this is a timely decision. We are, you know, nearly a month into this uh, long-awaited counteroffensive, and there has been so far no major breach of Russian defensive, Russian lines, and uh, Ukraine is facing literally hundreds of kilometers of well-prepared Russian defenses, uh, uh, trench systems that the Russians are being preparing for months now this is the type of weapon that you would need to try to breach those especially as the ukrainians argue in the absence of other things like more conventional artillery there is a shortage of ammunition rounds also a lack of uh, air superiority the kind of aircraft that you would normally want to uh, attack these kind of defensive systems Uh, there is i think uh, an acceptance here that there is a price to pay for future uh, generations possibly that there will be bomblets left on the ground posing a risk to civilians in uh, rural areas, possibly for years to come. But, you know, as people will tell you here, bloggers, commentators, uh, political leaders and all the rest, uh, people are suffering now and have been for the past year and a half of this war that they need something like this. I think it is the acceptance uh, uh, of the Ukraine of, of this risk and also the fact that Ukrainians are willing to use this controversial munition on their own soil that has partly swayed the US. Also, the fact that it comes with guarantees about how they will be used and the fact that the US will be there to help with demining operations in in years to come and also the fact that it does have these are the latest types of these uh, cluster munitions with a very low so-called dud rate that is only supposedly a few percent of these bomblets which will be left unexploded on the ground although there are commentators who have said that given marshy conditions and waterways etc the actual percentage of unexploded bomblets that will be left there will be much higher than that and then finally there is a the fact that these have already been extensively used. Russia has used them extensively uh, on the battlefields of Ukraine. Ukraine is thought to have used them but has never admitted as such. Uh, but it 's worth repeating the fact that uh, over the past year and a half the Biden administration has accused russia 's use of these munitions potentially as a war crime. and here we are, despite all the caveats and the provisos and the, the reasons given for why this is different on day 500 of this war, the US is now supplying effectively the same munition to the battlefields of Ukraine.
3: Rob McBride for us there in Kyiv. Thanks for the update, Rob. Still ahead here on Al Jazeera, we'll find out why the Dutch government has collapsed, sparking the resignation of the country's longest-serving prime minister. And the nuclear relic from the 70s that could be the answer to power shortages in the Philippines. Those stories after the break.
10: on Al Jazeera
7: Spain goes to the polls after local elections saw a shift to the right could the country witness another European far-right government
2: 101 East meets the Indian women breaking down gender barriers as they fight to become champions
7: St. Petersburg hosts African leaders from across the continent as Russia seeks to strengthen
2: relations with the region people in power focuses on Somalia's fight for survival as years of drought and armed conflict have combined to create a humanitarian disaster.
7: As food security becomes an increasing global concern, the United Nations launches a report examining food crises and hunger around the world.
2: July on Al Jazeera.
9: Learning something new
6: each and every time
3: Watching Al Jazeera with me, Sahil Rahman in Doha. A reminder of our top stories. Tunisia and Libya's foreign ministers have spoken to discuss the 1,200 migrants stranded on the Tunisian-Libyan border after being dumped there by Tunisian police. Neither want migrants using their countries as transit points to Europe. Human Rights Watch says Tunisia has carried out collective expulsions of black Africans. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says Washington and Beijing need to work together to address the existential threat of climate change. She urged more targeted focus on climate finance. And the U.S. has defended plans to supply cluster munitions to Ukraine. The controversial weapons are banned by more than 100 countries. The White House says it's aware of the risks to civilians, but couldn't leave Ukrainian troops defenseless. Well, Ukrainian cities near the border with Russia have a long history of Russian influence that shaped their identity. Now, after more than a year of being bombarded by Russian artillery, they're trying to reconcile their past with their present. Jonah Hull reports now from Kharkiv.
10: ...has been removing the symbols of its Soviet past since independence in 1991. You can now cheaply buy a bust of Lenin, should you want one, but collector Volodymyr Linvi says nobody does. I think it is so important. It is history, and if you forget history, then there's nothing left. For many, it is history that has delivered war. And with it, the process known as decommunization has given way to de-Russification. The government has legislated against the publication of books by Russian authors, the teaching of Russian in schools, and Russian being spoken in government departments and some public settings. It's especially stark in a city like Kharkiv, 50 kilometers from the Russian border, majority Russian-speaking, and where the longest boulevard, once called Moskovsky Avenue, is now renamed after the heroes of Kharkiv. It is a complex idea. As the war goes on and before reconstruction in Ukraine has really had a chance to get underway, this effort to erase the marks of its giant neighbor, whose language most Ukrainians can speak and understand, whose culture and history certainly older Ukrainians would have grown up with.
11: Ukraine was not created like in 1991,
13: but we have centuries of our independence.
10: But it is an effort that some say cannot be compromised. The government is moving too slowly, says Oleg Slavospitsky and his fellow activists, so they do what they can to speed things along.
3: I feel that the only correct recipe is respect. Nations can live without war only if they respect each other. If Russia respects our choice of history, culture, language and army, then maybe in years to come, in future generations, we'll find a formula for coexistence. Maria Avdeeva remained in Kharkiv
10: recording on social media the relentless daily bombardment of the city in the early stages of the war.
7: Putin was specifically saying that they are invading to make safe uh, place for the uh, Russian-speaking people, which was never the case, but Russia used it, and they used this historical and
14: cultural background uh, to legitimize their invasion. And this is why people feel urged to change that.
10: Few in
3: Ukraine argue otherwise. Jonah Al Jazeera, Kharkiv. Turkish President Richard daip Erdogan says that he's working to extend the grain export deal between Ukraine and Russia. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky is in Istanbul for talks. Now, the agreement is due to expire on July the 17th. It allows Ukrainian grain to be transported safely through the Black Sea. The shipments are critical for global food supplies, especially in developing countries. Erdogan says that he hopes the deal will be extended for another three months. Well, in the coming hours, the Dutch Prime Minister, Mark Rutte, will hand his resignation in to the country's kink. The move comes after his coalition government failed to agree on a new migration package. Mr. Rutte says that he'll stay in as caretaker position until general elections are held. Imran Ulla Khan has more.
1: Only a year and a half after being formed, the Dutch coalition government has collapsed.
15: It's no secret that the coalition partners have very different views on migration policy. And today, unfortunately, we have to conclude that those differences are irreconcilable. That's why I will immediately offer the resignation of the
1: entire Cabinet to the King in writing." The Prime Minister tried to force through to cap the number of refugees, but his junior coalition partners refused. It's
7: a difficult moment. We've held intensive talks about all sorts of measures to stop the influx of asylum seekers. This has not been easy. We also have to make room for those who do have the right to a safe haven in the Netherlands.
1: The Netherlands is expecting around 70,000 asylum applicants this year. That's almost double last year's number. <laughs> <laughs> and that's increased pressure on the government from far right parties. Like the Party for Freedom, or PVV, led by Gert Wilders. Yeah, it is toch, een, toch al een, een hele uh,
10: heugelijke dag. Oh, you spreek met the leader of the Grootstoppositie, the in the Tweede Kamer. That's for me. We hebben er iedere dag voor uh, geknocht. dat kabinet Rutte Kraag but the theme is indeed he has the
1: Mark Rutte has been the country's longest serving leader, but his staunch stance on migration has
3: ended his fourth term in government, and possibly his last. Imran al Al Jazeera. The uh, rescuers are searching the rubble of a building which has collapsed in Brazil. Five people were killed and eight others missing. It's not clear what caused the collapse. The northeastern state of Perambucha has been drenched with heavy rain over the past few days. A man has been fatally shot by police during protests against proposed tax rises in Kenya. At least 20 people were arrested as thousands demonstrated in Nairobi. The government has already doubled tax on petrol this year. Japan. It's marking one year since the assassination of the former Prime Minister Shinza Abe. People are paying their tributes outside a temple in Tokyo. Mr Abe was fatally shot last year while delivering a campaign speech in the western city of Nara. He was the country's longest serving leader and a hugely influential political figure. A nuclear power station in the Philippines that was built in the 1970s but never switched on is being touted as the answer to the country's power shortages. The plant has been plagued for decades by corruption allegations, but now a South Korean company is offering to modernize it at a price. Barnaby Lowe reports now from Batan on the controversial billion dollar project. Emotions run high for Nimfal Feres
15: whenever she's reminded of the two years their family home had no power.
13: It was so dark, my baby, Wella, almost got stepped on.
15: Since then, she swore she would never miss a payment. But electricity prices in the Philippines are some of the most expensive in Asia, and it remains a struggle for NIMFA. So total President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. says he's aware of this burden and the looming energy shortage, and is open to all solutions, including nuclear. This nuclear power plant was commissioned in the 1970s by his father. It was intended to power millions of homes, but was never used. There have been efforts to get the Bataan nuclear power plant up and running before. That right behind me is the plant's reactor. But now, under the leadership of President Ferdinand Marcus Jr., there's more optimism than ever. The question is whether the project is still viable after being dormant for decades. Nuclear energy advocate and Congressman Marco Huanco has been lobbying for Bataan for years. He believes that with a little work, it could be as good as new. A South Korean company has offered to
9: rehabilitate it for a billion dollars. My precedent, which is Watts Bar 2 nuclear plant in Tennessee, it was not used for decades because the... Uh, Electric market never materialized. And in 2009, they decided to commission the plant. But Bataan has been
15: saddled by corruption allegations. Critics also argue the safety concerns that led to the decision to shut it down have not been addressed.
13: It's near to the Manila-Luzon trench uh, fault lines. There was Chernobyl and there was uh, Fukushima. We thought that the Bataan nuclear power plant will never come back.
15: President Marcos is exploring other energy solutions while on a working visit to the U.S. Capitol in Maine. He met executives of a company selling micronuclear fuel technology and recently extended a contract for natural gas drilling off the west coast of the Philippines. Nimfa says she understands very little about these debates, but knows for sure that what she wants and needs is affordable electricity.
3: Barnabillo Al Jazeera. But then, the Philippines. Well, that's it from me for the moment. I'm Sahil Rahman, and you can find out more information on all the stories that we're covering at aljazeera.com. Our website is updated through the day. The weather is next, and inside story, will examine what's next for hundreds of people stuck on the Tunisia-Libya border. <laughs>
1: Southern Africa could be shivering through record cold this weekend. Hey, everyone, those details right here, right now. First, the setup polar air comes rushing into South Africa on Wednesday. Wingus in the Western Cape Province, probably about 60 kilometers per hour. And you know it's bad. Anytime I paint the colors on, darker the blue and the purple, the lower the temperature, look at Namibia, Vintok at minus four, your coldest night ever recorded, minus 3.9. So, yes, this could be good enough for a new record. Top end of Africa right now, different story, Tunis 44, that's a good 10 above where you should be for this time of the year. The rain intensifies through the coast of Nigeria, runs through Benin and Togo, there could be some flooding there. Meantime, a batch of wet weather pushes out of the Black Sea through the Bosphorus, so big changes for Istanbul this weekend. That wet weather was over Romania, but again, the bulk of that energy now over the Black Sea. Meantime, Central Europe where the sun's out, looking good, temperatures in the 30s, and off to Iberia we go, a few showers for northwest Spain and northern Portugal. We'll end off in northwest Europe right now. Across the UK with some thundery downpours here, we could see some flash flooding, about 50 millimeters of rain within a short period of time, so we've got to be on the lookout for that. <laughs>
12: Growing up in Greece means taking action.
7: Welcome to Generation Change, a global series that seeks to understand and challenge the ideas mobilizing youth around the world.
5: We need a, a political party that will talk about our problems enough.
16: I come from a generation that has zero visibility in the Greek society.
5: The system does not promote the interests of working class people.
16: There is a difference between being able to participate in the system and actually being represented in the system.
12: Generation Change on Al Jazeera. Hundreds of people from
15: several African countries have been ordered out of Tunisia but are barred entry to neighboring Libya. The group stuck in no man's land includes women and children. Why are they there and what's next for them? This is Inside Story. Welcome to the program. I'm Muhammad Jamjoum. Hundreds of people from various African countries, all hoping to reach Europe, are stranded on the border between Libya and Tunisia. The Tunisian authorities want them out, and Libya won't let them in. Many, including women and children, say they have no food, water, or shelter, and are relying on aid to survive. So why are they stuck in the middle? And how has this standoff arisen? We'll be asking that, and exploring the wider issues with our guests in a few moments. But first, this report from Ummik al-Sum Sharif.
7: A loaf of bread and a bottle of water is hard to come by for African migrants in the Tunisian port city of Sfax. After days of violence and forced expulsions, people gathered for vital food supplies distributed by local Tunisian volunteer helpers.
11: What happened to the migrants isn't humane. When we spoke to them, they told us they'd been attacked and that women had been raped. Their money was stolen. We hope the government will find solutions for them. We can't let them live in this situation, letting them sleep in the heat and let them be threatened.
9: Some of us don't even have a
14: dinar to buy a bottle of water, so we want to say thank you very much.
7: Hundreds of others are in dire need of help. Stranded in the desert on the border with Libya with no food or water. (laughs) Racial tensions flared this week after a Tunisian man was stabbed to death in Sfax on Monday. It led to hundreds of migrants being rounded up by police and moved to this desolate area. Human Rights Watch has urged Tunisia's leaders.
4: there. I'm super excited to come your way every week with The Baby Doctor. I'm Bernice Bedulansa. Thank you so much for watching us every week. Uh, today we are discussing feeding the newborn. Health experts recommend exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months of a baby's life. This is the ideal situation. But what do you do if you cannot achieve that? Join Dr. Coy and I as we discuss feeding the newborn today.
13: When you enter any of our COI facilities, you will be met by our pleasant front desk offices where your child will be registered in our system, after which you will be led to the nurse's station. Our competent nurses will try your child and the needed first aid care will be given when necessary. Your next point will be the consulting room our proficient and friendly doctors will examine your child and give the appropriate diagnosis and treatment from the consulting room you may require the services of our laboratory which is managed by highly skilled laboratory scientists and then to our well-equipped pharmacy when it becomes necessary to admit your child you will be nursed in either our general ward or private ward according to your preference at call We aim at giving you the best, your child's well-being, our passion.
4: the baby doctor, the show that makes homes because children must be happy. And we are all about that. We are all about making your home happy. And how do we do that? We give you vital information for the well-being of your baby and your child. And we know that once baby is happy... It has a ripple effect, right? Everyone in the house is happy. Dr. Coy has joined me once again. Hello, Doc. Good to have you. Hello, Benny. Yes, and that was a good conversation we had the last time on Jaundice. This time round, we are looking at feeding the newborn. It's quite uh, an interesting area for, for many women. And um, we're always excited when babies come in. Sometimes we don't think about how to handle baby after baby <laughs> arrives. All we want to see are the cute cheeks, the, the beautiful eyes that are, you know, all over the place trying to figure out what's happening around them. But it's important what the child is having. Um, we have come across stories of babies that are born and mom is not able to produce the milk as, as soon as possible, and there's a bit of a delay, and some people say, oh, give it time. But how much time is recommended? What should be the, the baseline in terms of feeding a child once the child is born?
14: Okay. Um, thank you. I'm happy to be here once again. Uh, breastfeeding, that's what we are talking about, I presume, from the question. Yes. As soon as baby is born, baby should be put to the breast. It doesn't mean your breast has to be engorged first. But then it is recommended that as soon as baby is born, within the first hour, baby should be put to the breast. And interestingly, when baby is born and he's put on mommy's chest, the baby will look for the breast mm. and suckle. Yes. But I must say, that is how, as, how soon they should be put to the breast. And parents, mummies don't need to worry about whether they are getting enough or not. We know that the first two days, there's not much milk coming out. But what comes out, that very deep-colored thing, which sometimes you see like teardrops. Mm. Yes, we call it colostrum. It's so rich in nutrients that you don't need much to be full. So we know that mothers will produce less than 100 mils of that in a whole day, yes. But it's more than enough for the baby. And so the baby has about 24 to 48 hours just to feed on that and will be fine mm-hmm. till mommy's breast milk comes plenty. And if baby put, is put to the breast early, then it stimulates the production of milk. And so you don't have to worry about um, after a third day. The worst time is post-surgery. I mm. don't know why we think after surgery, uh, mommy should be left alone and baby should be left somewhere till, till mommy can walk.
4: They, they say it's to give the woman enough time to recover.
14: Baby can circle. suckling on a mother's breast, you don't have to sit up to breastfeed. So baby can come and lie on your chest. And even playing around the breast, licking it a bit will stimulate production. So. Okay. And if baby is sleeping, mommy needs not panic mm. because they come out tired too. Yes. And so they will circle for a few minutes and we sleep for longer. But that's okay.
4: Mm. That's why I was asking what wrong. the recommended time is. Because then sometimes you see um, from the point of the health caregiver and even those around mommy, and I'm talking about the older generation, there's such a, a pressure on the woman to to breastfeed, and sometimes it frustrates the wom- women. I've had people who've had children recently tell me that um, I, the milk is not coming. I'm frustrated. And they're saying that the baby will fall sick and this and that will happen to the baby because he's just sucking for about 5 to 10 minutes and, and baby is done. That
14: is fine. If baby attached well and sucks for 10 minutes and goes to sleep, baby is not hungry. If baby is hungry, he wake up and cry. Okay. Okay. The only group of babies we worry about are the very big babies. More than four kilos, and then the very tiny ones who we know will not be able to hold on—the premature babies. But a regular child who is able to suckle well for 15 minutes and go to sleep, leave the child alone. That is one of the myths that we people have, and so we get worked up looking for plenty breast milk. Mm-hmm. And because everybody is putting pressure on the poor mother, she gets stressed, and so is not able to produce. So it's a vicious cycle because stress will reduce production of breast, breast milk. We should allow the mother to be happy that the baby has arrived, allow her to do what she can do best, let mommy and baby be. After they've rested for a while, mommy will have plenty of milk, mm-hmm. and baby will suckle more.
6: Mm-hmm.
14: And so, yes, we we end up putting so much pressure on the mothers, and that's one of the reasons why many mothers are not able to do it well in the first um, day or two. Mm. And then also sometimes I think we have very anxious health workers who are very quick to to, to pour alternative milk in the baby's baby's throat. But the baby can go for about 12 hours and it's fine with the little that you get, yes. Mm. For the newborn, it's
4: fine. Beyond stress... Which we will get into much later. Um, what are the other reasons why a woman may be unable to produce enough milk uh, to to feed the baby in the first few days?
14: Um, I I I I try to stay away from the word enough because who is determining enough here? Okay. Okay. The enough is being determined by mother and uh, all the support team who have their own definition of enough. Mm. So far as mommy gets the little yellow coming out of her nipples and baby is suckling well, baby has enough.
4: How the do plenty you baby m- doesn't have enough
14: when baby cries? When baby is fussy and is crying and mm-hmm. crying and crying. So normally by the third day, second day, third day, the breast is all engorged and it's plenty. Yes, the colostrum is gone. Now. So the colostrum has been made by God. To take care of the first twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Okay. When you are not going to get the bumper, you know, when you can produce like five hundred mils (laughs) from one breast, no. (laughs) So it's it's about eighty-five mils, less than hundred mils, and it's enough. Mm. It's it's packed with all the nutrients that you the child needs. So if the child is suckling and is going to sleep peacefully, we will say the child is getting enough. Mm. Okay. And so that is it. The plenty that we, the every other person is calling enough normally comes after the second day. Okay. Yeah, so that's what we should know. Mm. Yes. A few mothers may not get any milk at all. They may be very stressed. They may be sick. That's a difference. But they are not the majority. Okay. But I think now we are getting into the state where we are making the minority the majority. And that's why I didn't want to go along the enough line. Yes. But then... There are a few who genuinely realize that not even the yellow is coming out. Mm. So, then in that case, genuinely, she's not lactating. And in that case, yes, you may give alternative to okay. the child as support. Okay. But even in that instance, we prescribe, or I prescribe, that let the baby suckle and then I'll top up. Because when the baby is hungry, he will be more active in suckling the breast. And the suckling of the breast. It's, it's going to stimulate production of breast milk. If you don't suckle, there will be no milk. So mm. the baby should play around the breast. And then if genuinely nothing is coming, we will top up so that the, the mommy is also not stressed. Yes, mm. But that is not the norm. So now this new trend where every new expectant mother is going with a tin of milk is wrong. It's wrong. You've set the stage already to ensure that you do mixed feeding. Mm. And the average mother, after paying so much for a Formula 10, will not let it it go to waste. Yes. And so now we have a new trend when even when they have started breastfeeding, lactating in the hospital, they will tell you when they come to the clinic that in the hospital they gave the child. So when I went home, I continued. continued, So I give it at night because in the hospital they initiated that the child was not getting enough. And so at home I'm making sure the child is getting enough by then. So we have introduced it. There's no need for her to have gone because. Out of 100 children, only maybe two Mm. may need formula. So why are we buying 100 tons of milk when only two out of that whole group may even need a formula?
4: Mm. Yeah. You've spoken about stress, um, which affects the production of milk greatly. But are there other things that we may be doing or not doing to aid that process of milk production? Yes. For breastfeeding... For successful
14: breastfeeding, there are two components, the maternal component
6: okay.
14: and then the baby factor. Right. The maternal component, rest, is key, and eating well is key, and taking a lot of food. Please, I should put in a disclaimer here. I see eating well being defined as chewing all the corn and and, 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 and nuts
6: yeah, that you can lay hands nuts off. Yeah.
14: No, really not, it's not necessary. Production. All you need is a lot of fluids mm. and eating a balanced diet. And I think, thinking through this whole chewing corn business, I think the benefit is when you chew corn, you get very tasty. So you drink a lot of water.
6: Okay.
4: So, <laughs> that's the that's best scientific explanation that's you can that give I, to I it. can
14: give to the whole thing. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, they'll give you a bedroom and then you chew corn and you are drinking water. And so it's fluids, rest, balanced diet, fluids. And then the baby factor, letting the baby latch on well to the breast. And I think that's where over fifty percent of our problems are. Mm. The latching on. The definition the definition of correct latch on varies from from person to person. And sometimes because we don't know better, we think that the whatever whenever the baby holds the nipple, that is fine. Let me see many mothers think their baby's mouths are too small for them to hold the big breast. And so they just put as, as as little as possible into the child's mouth. And so when you do that, the child doesn't get to where he, he sucks and gets plenty milk. Mm. So what happens is that he sucks and sucks and sucks. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, you are still breastfeeding. He finishes and he's still crying after 30 minutes. And tired. And tired. And so that is the wrong position, latching mm. on. And that's one of the main reasons why. Many mothers are bottle feeding and are topping up, saying that the breast milk is not enough. Mm. It is because the breast milk stayed in the breast, and the child was busy sucking the nipple.
4: So there is the activity of something that has a semblance of breastfeeding. breastfeeding. So the baby is just sucking, but the milk is not... It's (coughs) not coming as
14: it should. Okay. Yes. And since we've touched on that topic, it's like my pet area. Mm. Let me... Say that yes. The breast, we all know that the nipple is the pointed part, and next to the pointed part is a, a dark part, which is the same color as the nipple. Yes. And then the part that looks like our skin. The baby's lips are supposed to cover the broad part
4: the behind the nipple.
14: Yes. Black,
4: the surface. entire
14: black. Many oh. mothers say, Hey, the mouth is small. Am I unsigned that the baby may choke on me. no, my, and the nipple should be actually past the cheek. So it should go at that, at angle. that far. Okay, go s- past s- the cheek? Yes, it should be in the... So the lips is for the areola. Ah. And the nipple is supposed to be out this far. Okay. This far. Unfortunately, we don't have pictures. So yeah. if you give the nipple and he holds onto the nipple, that's when it hurts. Mm. That's when it cracks. Okay. And every mother, I always say, now I tell my new man, is have your own experiment. Squeeze. Close to where you put the my baby's lips and go back to where the dots are. Okay. You know the big black has these dotted areas oh. at the junction between oh. the black and the skin. <laughs> Squeeze that place. Check from the two places where you get the most squirt of the the best squirt of milk. Okay. Where you get the biggest squirt is where the lips should be. Okay. So if you go around the nipple and don't get much, you see you get teardrops. You go to the big dotted area and it, it splashes. So that is where his mouth should be. Worried about the size? If your child is crying, looking at the mouth it is nowhere near the size of your areola.
10: <laughs> I like
4: that.
14: <laughs> so when that mouth... I like that. That's the size of the mouth. <laughs> so if the mouth can take that, can look that big. It it's, it's, it's bigger than your whole breast when you scream that
4: loud. Thank yes. you.
14: So use that as your assessment of the size of the mouth. Okay. Then you realize that your areola cannot let
4: him choke. But doc, there, there are those who say that um, the different nipple types can affect the ability of the baby to even latch. And, and they, so they, they, they say that, oh, she couldn't breastfeed because she had this type of a nipple. Yes. Is that a myth or it actually is problematic sometimes? Um, it is problematic sometimes, but it
14: is no excuse for not breastfeeding. Because I know we talk about the flat nipple and the inverted nipple. That, those are the popular ones. So there's a the regular one which protrudes. They're flat and the inverted. Ideally, yes, you can pull on them to bring them out. But it is not the nipple that produces breast milk. Okay. It is the breast. Okay. The nipple is just the external conduit. So the areola is there. That's where you suck to get milk. And then the milk will squirt out from the nipple. And most of the time, if the child holds onto the areola, the nipples pop out. Oh. Yes, so we look at the nipple all oh, flat, it's, but it's a bit difficult for the child to hold, especially when it's on, engorged, and it's all flat or inverted, but inverted and flat nipples, per se, do not mean the child cannot breastfeed. Mm. And most of the time, after a few attempts of holding on to the breast, or sometimes you can even pull it out, let the child latch onto the areola, and then it will stay out
6: mm.
14: through the feeding time. So it is the breast that makes milk, not the nipple. So whether the nipple is hidden or is showing, there's milk in the breast.
4: Okay. So we've learned the best way to have the child latch um, onto the breast and how far, um, you know, the, the tip of the, of the nipple, or let me call it the nipple in the this nipple, case, yes. should, should be. Doc says, as far as this, in, in the, in the <laughs> cheek, just beyond it. Uh, but, Doc, the positions yes. of feeding, yes. what is the best way? One for the mother and for the child. And I'm saying this because you realize that many babies are unable to feed and they get fussy, not because they don't want to feed, but they may have colic issues, and so they are uncomfortable. Uh, How do the breastfeeding positions aid in creating that problem?
14: Okay, so I will address the colic issues. Half of the colic issues is poor latch-on technique. Okay. When you put, if you give your baby the nipple, and you hear all the noise. He takes gas with the milk, and he doesn't get much. So he gets more bloated, okay. and he has more colics. As soon as he takes a bigger areola, and then okay. goes down, you realize that he takes more milk, less gas, and colics reduce. Okay. So that's one of the challenges. Two, if he latches on well, he stays on the breast for less time. The stomach is that big. It's small. It's like a little pouch. And so if you breastfeed him for more than 30 minutes on one breast, there's something wrong. If he latches on, normally by 20, 25 minutes, he's full. Mm. And you realize that the breast feels very empty. Yes, yeah, so that is it for the, 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 the colleagues and all. The positioning, it varies from mother to mother. I know they have the football type where the child's <laughs> legs are, at the back and he's <laughs> in your palm, and then we have the cradle type. Where he's on your, your tummy, some will lie down and let the child lie by them. Yes. Whichever method the mother is comfortable with, it's fine. The key issue is for the baby to get the whole big black in the mouth. And what we should all avoid is when we all try to protect the baby's nose. And so they'll keep telling you, protect the nose and in your bed too. Because pro- the
4: baby will suffocate when you're especially if you have very full breasts and they are pressing against baby's nose. Yeah.
14: Ironically By the time the baby comes out, he's smart enough not to suffocate. He doesn't need any mother's help. Mm. If babies are suckling and they are really suffocating, they will stop to breathe. I mean, for those who've had children who've had cold, common COVID nasal congestion, they will confirm. He keeps stopping to catch his breath because the nose is blocked. So normally, if you put the areola in the mouth, for example, let me use the cradle one, which I'm very familiar with. And you put the head in the angle. As soon as all the black goes into the mouth, the angle corrects itself. The nose is clear. What happens is when we put the breast on the face and it's only the nipple that has gone in, mm. then we end up pushing everything on the child's face. So if the child's head is up to the corner and he takes the breast, God has made it such that the angle oh. corrects itself. So you don't need to put your fingers there to try and push back your breast, because when you try pushing back the breast, m- look, most of the time we are pushing back the black part, which is where he sucks to get milk. And so you compete with the child for the place where he gets milk. So it becomes a hassle. Then he starts crying, he's fussy, he's, he's unhappy, and it's because he's not getting enough when he sucks. So every mother's hand should stay away from the black. If you want any part where your hand will hold, let it match your skin color. Okay. So it should be as far to your chest as possible. I always say that makes you feel like a, a, a mommy has a Ghaniah, So you should be holding something. So just hold the breast, but leave the black parts for the baby. Mm. Whatever position. So far, the baby can hold on to the breast. That you are not having pain when you are breastfeeding, then you are good.
6: Mm.
14: When you are having pain, there is this myth that is normal. Uh, or body so due to, it's a myth. Okay. When you are in, not
4: feel pain, no, it should at be comfortable all.
14: initially. First week or two, a little discomfort. But when there's crack and it's so painful that you are snapping your fingers, then there's something wrong. Push a little more of the areola in the mouth. Also, if the child is not getting full, then I mean, he's crying in between feet. If he feeds well, he should sleep for at least two hours before he needs food again. Okay. So, if he's not able to do that, that means he's not getting enough. And it's more often than not. The m um, is the position, mm. and then also um, appropriate position. Yes, I think I think I've said basically yes. Mm. So the ta- she should be facing you, and make sure that all the big black is in the mouth. The nose is of o- automatically free when you put the big black in the mouth, and and then you should make sure you, the child beeps after feeding. Okay. And then the I must add, the burping
4: part. It's very stressful. Some of the kids easily burp with about five to ten taps at the back. Um, some of them, it can be uh, a lot of hard work. For, for Is there a right way to do it? Yes, sometimes I, I, I joke. I jokingly say that the way we pamper the
14: gas, if I was the gas, I will not come out. Oh, Yeah, we are all lovey, lovey, lovey around it. Just cup your hand, okay, and and pat at the middle like back, this. yes, okay. so that the body vibrates. The middle back, yes, the okay, body not vibrates. the upper part. No, okay, because the stomach is close to the middle back. Okay, there's gas down there. You want it to come out. If I hit your neck, and I'm asking gas to come out from your stomach, I think I'm encouraging the gas to stay down. Okay, that's my funny way of saying it. Mm. So the middle back, and then it dislodges the gas out. Okay. Yes. If after a while he's not burping, let him lie on his side. If he burps, it so. will come out.
4: Doctor, so the, the burping part is problematic for a lot of women. Um, some of the children will burp with about with five or ten parts to the back. Is that a right way to do this? Yeah, ideally you want a bit of vibration so that the gas will dis- dislodge.
14: Okay. The gas is in the stomach. Mm. And so I say, cup, hit him um, across the back. Okay. And the child's back is not that big. Your palm can virtually fit. And so you just cup and and, and pat. So you cup this way? Yes. It looks like it. Yes. I cup this way. Okay. So it's like a hollow in between. A hollow in between. So when I hit the back, Mm. you feel the child is vibrating. But he doesn't cry because there's no pain.
4: Yeah. It's
14: not flat. No, it's not flat. A pow, pow, Mm. you know. And then it comes out. Some children will be with or without any effort. And I always tell him, even if you try and he's not beeping, just let him rest on his, sleep on his side. He will bep eventually. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's not a problem. Mm. For some children, when they are fussy on their breasts, it's because they want to bep. They will stop. So as soon as you bep them, put them back to the breast. Mm. And I must say, the best, another, you were asking about the right way of breastfeeding. Please don't do five minutes on one breast, five minutes on the other breast. The child should empty one breast before you move. And why? Because the first part of the breast milk is about 80% water. Mm. And the last part is the, the food. And I have a joke. I say, you know, the first part is like water and the last part is the bangku and abemku. So <laughs> if you drink only the regular morikuku, you get hungry early. Mm. The one who eats bangku and, soup and drinks water doesn't get hungry early. Mm. So if you do five minutes, five minutes, you feel the tummy... With predominantly water, and so that child will also cry earlier because he gets hungry earlier. Just like if your friend eats and you eat cuckoo. The mm. cuckoo person gets hungry faster than there. Yes, so that's also another important thing that mothers should know. You empty one breast before you move on. Somebody say, how do I know it's empty? Mm. Squeeze the big black place where you squeeze, and it's you did get plenty. When it's empty, you squeeze that place, you realize that very little comes out. Mm. The big dotted pl- right. part, not the mm. nipple. Yeah. Yes. And <clears throat> after a few weeks of breastfeeding, you know, yes, your breast feels lighter. But prior to that, just squeeze that place. If nothing is coming out, birth the child and switch.
4: And some of the babies, uh, Doc, and I like that you mentioned that the babies are smart. Because some of them will actually stop sucking when there's nothing coming out. Yes. There. There's
14: nothing nice about Job moopy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so they will they will just stop sucking. That's an indication that there's nothing coming. It's done.
14: You give it to him and he pushes it out. Mm.
4: Yes. Who works without any pee Yes. Yeah, so and, and and Doc, we would we we'll go to the to the other forms of feeding besides breastfeeding, but because you're spoken about um <clears throat> emptying one breast, how do mothers who uh, prefer to express how do they ensure that baby is actually having the the full complement of one breast before the other
8: one. No te pierdas los especiales increíbles de Black Friday en Julio en Macy's hasta agotar existencias, como un 65% menos en joyas finas deslumbrantes de, de Effie, 50-70% menos en trajes, Blazers y pantalones de diseñador para él, y pequeños electrodomésticos selectos de Bella, Black & Decker y más ahora 30 dólares y menos. O ahorra un 25% extra con tu cupón o tarjeta Macy's. Descarga la aplicación de Macy's por aún más ofertas increíbles. Ahorro sobre precios en oferta y liquidación. aplican en excepciones.
4: So they don't get things, get things mixed up uh, in terms of what they have expressed and how to feed baby with what they've expressed. Okay,
14: I think now there's this new trend where mothers think expressing is it. Let me say something. that When you don't allow your baby to suckle, you don't get enough breast milk mm. because you need a suck reflex to produce milk. As often as the baby suckles, he gets breast milk. In fact, that's why new mothers now are struggling when they come back from hospital, because they've been taught to use formula. And so the baby then is drinking from the bottle and they're sucking less, so you produce less milk. And so ideally, my recommendation is this. Let the baby suckle. After 20 minutes, express. Find out what is left in the breast. If there's nothing, express the other one. And then you can top up the baby with a cup and spoon. I didn't say bottle teeth because mm. the mechanism of sucking the bre- the breast nipple and the bottle teeth are different. Okay. And the baby under two months is still settling down. If you introduce the bottle teeth, which when you turn, even without any effort, is dripping, then as I told you about Jobnupi, I mean he's smart. If you can be assured of food, even if you don't work. Or you can get money to spend if you don't work. None of us will bother to go to work. And so that child may go for the bottle teeth because that is less work. And mommy is also not even getting the nipple latching on right. And so he stops breastfeeding and he wants the bottle. Mm. And then you are gone because give yourself four weeks, the breast will begin to produce less. Okay. So let the baby circle teach him to hold on to the bigger part. And then if after 20 minutes, let him, baby, if he's tired, top him up with a cup and teaspoon. If he's really still hungry, he will drink a little more. Okay. As he gets to know how to latch on well, you realize that the top-up volume begins to reduce. So at first, I was doing 30 mils top-up. Then in about 3-4 days, it's only 20 mils, 10 mils.
6: Mm.
14: Less than 10 mils stop topping up because the baby is getting enough. Okay. And my top up here is breast milk. So I express, and let me add, if you're a new mother, you are not getting enough breast milk and you are worried, when baby suckles on one breast and is full, empty the other breast and put the milk in the fridge. Okay. And drink water and rest. By the next feeding cycle, the two breasts will be full. That's why the two breasts will feed twice. Okay. So for one child, it's unusual not to get enough from the breast. Mm. So when you do that... The breast milk can stay in the fridge for 24 hours, nothing will happen. can stay in the freezer for three months plus, nothing will happen. So do that, and then you will double your production. Mm. And as baby circles well, there will be no need to express. Or for the working mothers, I tell them, express and toss into the freezer. Okay. Get a storage bag, date your breast milk, okay. so you know which one went in first. Okay. And which one should. So by the time you are going to work at three months, four months plus, you have enough store. Because trust me, when you are leaving your baby for the first time, it's stressful. And you, you even begin to reduce production because it's a stressor. And
4: the suckling as And well, the suckling not is not
14: going to happen as it used to. And you are anxious. Mm. And so when you have a backup plan, then you are not a nervous wreck as you go to work. Mm. But then you express as you can, because there's backup. If what you have is finished, Mommy or nanny or whoever will just pick from the freezer and then and, and
4: give to the baby. So that is my recommendation. So the key here is to label and label properly. So you should know when you expressed the order in which you expressed, so that when you are giving to baby, just like you do with your normal breast, you would empty one before giving baby the yes, other. Yes,
14: yes. Because when you use the breast pump, it brings out everything. And it, get, it gets mixed All in the mixed bottle. mixed up
4: in the bottle. So okay. it's,
14: it's a one-stop shop. Okay. So you don't mm. have to worry. Mm. Yeah. And the truth is, if the baby circled on one and went to the other and didn't finish the other, when you are going to feed the next time, start from the other. Mm.
6: That's
14: one of the rules. So that the more you empty the breast, the more milk will be produced. And he did have, so the top up will come. So, mm. yeah, let's do it that way. And the more we empty our breast, the more... And to, Now the new trend of... Uh, keeping the breast, if you keep the breast milk in the breast, production reduces because um, God does not like waste. Mm. So the breast tells the brain that reduce production
4: because you are not taking the enough. consumer
14: doesn't need that much.
4: Ah, okay.
14: So that's what happens when you are mixed feeding. So when you are doing the mixture, you don't produce that much more because the suckling frequency has reduced, you don't empty as much. And so, why
4: should the breast produce more than necessary? Mm. There's no need. Doc, let's look at the other options of feeding when breast milk is unavailable. So, there are people, I'll say, much people who live in the urban areas or people who are uh, exposed to more modern ways will quickly opt for um, a formula. But we hear of stories of people in very deprived communities that will have no option. Say, if a mother passes away, for example, we'll say, um, let's get some light porridge for the child. What are the feeding options when, like in the case you cited, there's absolutely no milk production or when mother is not available?
14: Okay. Interestingly, and when mother is not available and grandma is there, grandma can breastfeed. Hmm? Yes. If you have had a baby before and a baby suckles your breast, you will lactate again. So in the past, Doc, no,
4: no, no. Allow allow, 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 us to allow us to, <laughs> allow us to process all of that. Actually, wow. Actually, yes. Yeah. So
14: if you know, if you listen, the olden days, you know, then they give the child to grandma and grandma. Yes, because she has, she has, she has delivered before. The milk will come even yes. if she's
4: in menopause.
14: She, yeah, let the child suckle. If you like, go and try it. <laughs> <laughs> you can go for your sister's <laughs> child and let her suckle your breast and see you like it because you a child before. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's not all all lost. Okay. It's not all lost. I know now because of infections and mm. things we are careful. Yes. But if the child's mom is an sibling who's been tested and everything is fine and they want to, they can. But if everything is good for example, maybe the mommy who was infected and everybody's not comfortable with what the child is bringing, mm. then you could Use formula, yes, but formula is supposed to be the last resort. And I like the fact that you said in the in the urban areas they can afford to go for it. Yes, you can afford to buy the co- container, but the package of allergies and other things you may not bargain for. Mm. And that's one of the cautions I give our new mothers, right? Cost of the tin of milk is not a problem, mm. but the other issues that follow. For children who may have allergies, when you give them the formula milk, you prime them up for a worse form of the allergies. Yes, research has proven. Mm. And I actually have a family that gave me the practical example. The first child, very bad as matter. The second one, I taught mommy to exclusively breastfeed. He has milder form, so he, does, he just has allergic rhinitis. The mother got very exotic with the third child and decided to do formula again. Oh, yeah, she has a worse form of the asthma than the elder brother. Mm -hmm. And so I always laugh at her that she should have a whole... She she can be a training...
6: Yeah. Yes.
14: so that's the fact. The formula may be convenient now, but of course the risk of infections, the immune system that that is not optimized because the breast milk gives you maximum immunity... It, 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 provi- it, produ- it, provide, it enables the child to have better brain development. Yes, the child is well-adjusted. All these benefits, you can't put money to it. And so we should not be quick to think that because we can buy the milk, we can, we can do all these things. Yes, you can afford it, breastfeeding options, yes. yes. So you can afford the milk, but be sure that you can also afford the additional package. Mm. Yes, and it also goes, uh, now people are also formula um, bottle feeding breast milk, and the risk of infection goes there too.
4: So we just need to put um, a little caveat here that this discussion is not on complementary feeding per se after baby has gone past the six month period. We will have uh, a much more detailed conversation on that because that's another topic uh, that needs to be dissected in different forms. So Today we are talking about feeding the newborn and that's why um, Doc is encouraging exclusive breastfeeding. You see, I'm trying to punch all the holes, but Doc is dodging <laughs> all of it and giving me reason why you don't have an excuse uh, to breastfeed. She says those who have an excuse are very, 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 very small in number. So yes. um, you, you, sh- you she's shown you how to do it um, if you're not getting enough breast milk. Maybe you find yourself in the category of people who are not allowing baby to suck suckle uh, on the breast enough. Or maybe you're not resting enough or taking in a lot of fluids and hydrating enough. So doc, when it comes to sterilization, keeping the bottles and other things that we need safe, and, and the caveat here is that we are not talking about complementary breastfeeding. I just need to chip that in. We are discussing feeding the newborn, and so Doc is, is very insistent on exclusive breastfeeding, and we get it. And so, <laughs> Doc, how do we, how do we keep, um, whether we're using a cup or a spoon or for a top-up, or we're using bottles, how do we keep those things sterile and safe for okay. feeding, Yeah, to keep your your your, your bottles
14: sterile and safe, um, there are so many methods. I'm sure many of our mothers are Google doctors, so they go online <laughs> and and they, they they go read so many things. For our environment, I prescribe. If you have a sterilizer, fine, but then. One thing we should know is that when you finish sterilizing all your bottles and a contaminated hand goes in, everything in there gets contaminated. So it doesn't matter if I pick only one bottle, all the others will be contaminated. So you should as well let it run all the time. I like simpler methods, like, not to prescribe one particular thing, but, you know, we have this melting tablet and all these other forms of sterilization. You put a tablet in water... And the water stays sterile for 24 hours, so that's one option. A simple method. I should let me put it in a chronological order. So, if a mother gets maybe express breast milk in a bottle, and baby feeds on the breast um, on the bottle, and he doesn't finish the breast, hey, I'm sorry, and he doesn't <laughs> you finish. You see, I told I'm you so don't
7: get biased.
14: <laughs> <laughs> and He doesn't <laughs> empty the bottle. Because of our, our peculiar warm and humid environment, my rule number one is take the bottle teeth off. Okay. Don't cup the bottle teeth and wait for the next time the child is feeding and put the bottle teeth back in the mouth. When you do that by then, a lot of bacteria have multiplied in the teeth because it's warm. The environment mm. is warm. And so you wash it down the, t- the baby's mouth and gut and then infections. And so first thing, take the teeth off. Then you can put the rest of the milk on, covered in the fridge. When it's ready, you warm it in hot water. Don't microwave breast milk. And then you can feed the
4: child again with the new teeth. Okay, and this is leftover milk from the same bottle. Yes. How long can I keep that in the fridge for? Oh, the, till the next feeding time. Okay. Because the
14: next feeding, that will be the first one that will go. Okay. Before
4: you, you it do the next. It doesn't go bad? Breast milk can stay for 24, can stay eight hours on the desk. But this can has been used. I'm asking this because uh, there are some people who fear that maybe the exchange of saliva going into... Oh, I think uh, it's far That's the child's own saliva. Okay. <laughs> right.
14: <laughs> right. So, and more often than not, it's not that much. If it's formula, I'll say discard. Okay. But for breast milk, it's gold. And so I'm careful how quickly I tell people to throw away their gold their nuggets, you know. So... You can put, you can take off the teeth. The key thing is that don't keep it on the desk and let it stay for two hours waiting for the next feeding time. Mm. Take off the teeth, cover it, and then put it in the fridge, or even let it stand and the next feeding time you can you can that's maximum two or three hours you are done with it. To keep your your teeth and bottles, I recommend that have two packets. I have a bucket for with my sterile solution. And then I have a bucket for dirty bottles. Okay. And so when my baby feeds and finishes, I rinse it and toss it into the dirty bucket, dirty bottle's bucket. So I empty the bottle, the clean bottles, finish the clean bottles, and bring them all into the dirties. I keep doing that till all the clean bottles are finished. Then I wash all of them and let them go through the sterilization process. I could have maybe boiled as my sterilizing method. I could have used my sterilizing tablet as my bo- uh, my sterilization method, or I could have been exotic to have the, the device. The device, yes. So whichever way I'm going to sterilize, I do not want to rinse, wash, and put the dirty one back into the pool, because there is an inherent risk of sending a contaminated bottle into the the group of clean ones.
4: Okay. You so finish one cycle before finish you Finish one
14: cycle before you restart them. Because when you are going to wash all of them, you take your time. You use your brush. You wash well. But if you are doing one-one, there's that tendency of doing a fast job, and then you toss it back. But it has not been sterilized. It has not been boiled. The sterilizer has been off. Mm. So no sterilization will take place yes. when it joins the pool. Mm. And then we should always remember that whenever you are going to the sterile area, you should have washed your hands. Because if you don't wash your hands and you go in with a dirty hand, you contaminate everything in there. So that's how best to keep your, 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 your bottles and the teeth safe.
4: Right. Uh, something to, to digest. Let's just take a quick breather, process all that you've okay. heard. We'll be back with more here on The Baby Doctor.
13: When you enter any of our COI facilities, you will be met by our pleasant front desk offices where your child will be registered in our system, after which you will be led to the nurse station. Our competent nurses will triage your child and the needed first aid care will be given when necessary. Your next point will be the consulting room our proficient and friendly doctors will examine your child and give the appropriate diagnosis and treatment from the consulting room you may require the services of our laboratory which is managed by highly skilled laboratory scientists and then to our well-equipped pharmacy when it becomes necessary to admit your child you will be nursed in either our general ward or private ward according to your preference call. We aim at giving you the best, your child's well-being, our passion.
6: For staying on the baby
4: doctor with me, Bernice Abu Bedulanza. Today, I'm here with Dr. Coy, and we are talking about feeding the newborn. We have established so many things. Doc has uh, busted so many myths and helped us with some important education on how to breastfeed the newborn. She's also proven to you why exclusive breastfeeding is. The ideal thing. Doc, there are those who say that we are putting too much pressure on modern women. Some say that this whole issue of it helps the child, uh, brain, whatever, they say the first one, I did the exclusive basically The second one, I didn't do exclusive, but this one does better in school. I mean, so they're trying various ways to suggest that it's all the same thing, isn't it?
14: Um, the same thing, no. My question for the one who is saying that this one even does better, do you know his potential? But for the fact that you did not breastfeed him, he, maybe he would have been super. Okay. So maybe you had a genius, but you've made him a standard boy now. Okay, so it's neither here nor there. just that we know the benefits in the breast milk. So, if you can give your child the best chance, I mean, after all, that's why we pay for the best of schools for early years. We want them to have the best start. So, why is it that when it comes to feeding, we don't want to give them the best start?
4: They say it's a myth, dog. They say that someone even suggested that we're putting so much pressure on women, and some of them, even when they don't have enough breast milk, there's so much stress, there's so much frustration they end up not looking for other alternatives. And, 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 and someone has actually put on Facebook that that's the reason why her child developed jaundice. <clears throat> I don't know what you think of it. She said if she had known that because she wasn't producing enough, the baby would suffer. She would have just gone for um, formula, but for their insistence on exclusive breastfeeding.
14: No, I agree. There are, there are genuine cases of women who just cannot make enough. And I think it would be unfair for me to sit here and preach... That every mother on earth will get enough. It's just that I know that many mothers who could have also had more than enough quickly hide behind that and then. But there are others who I have had a few who genuinely, no matter what you do, they don't lactate enough. So for those women, yes, you can't starve a child. It's between starving the baby and giving him the second best. So if the best is not there, you give the second best. If you can't get the best, who? It doesn't mean don't go to school. You get some, you go to the next grade. So that is it. So cow milk is the next grade. And let me say all formula are cow milk, except the one we say is soy based. Mm, the plant based ones. The plant based ones. But then so it doesn't matter the name we give it. If they say it's formula milk and they've not said it's plant based, then it's cow. Okay. And so that is it. If you can't get your mother's breast and you can get the cow so that you can thrive. Yes, then we give. But it's just that we encourage. I always think it's best to let a doctor who is helpful. Mm. Let me put in this. Disc- Some doctors also don't, or health workers, are not comfortable with breastfeeding. So they are not able to teach. The mother to
4: be empowered Doc, and get it in, right in other places we have lactating specialists in my reading i came across that and i i was surprised i was like oh people are so advanced because uh, once a mother has a baby they say that if you're struggling with anything breastfeeding contact your lactation specialist but we don't have that here so who do we go to our pediatrician or our uh, normal um, a medical doctor or a midwife? Who do we speak to when we have uh, lactation issues? In
14: Ghana, the midwives are trained Okay. to teach lachon. Pediatricians are trained. I was trained. And so I know mm-hmm. what to do. And then we have a few who are very much, who have been further trained in lactation techniques and other issues. So yes. So I would say your first point of call should be your midwife, or your pediatrician.
6: Okay.
14: And if whatever the person, if the person is not, I'll, look, the litmus test is if whoever you are seeing will not stop whatever she's doing and let you demonstrate what you are doing for the person to see where the gaps are and his theory, put all the mouth in, the baby in the bed, I always say go and look for another person because <clears throat> teaching breastfeeding is an art. And that one I will say bluntly. It's an apprenticeship. If I teach you how to make a, your hair I mean, if I'm teaching somebody how to braid hair and I say the tell hair twist, twist, twist," she will never be good at the job. But if she's doing it and I supervise, and I correct her when she gets it wrong, she gets it right and it stays with her. So if that mother is taught to latch on and she can tell the difference when she puts that baby to the breast the right way, she's empowered to do it. She's happy doing it because it's not painful. She's not bending over her baby. So, I always struggle with any health practitioner who will give theoretical knowledge on breastfeeding and not let the poor mother show her what she's doing mm. so that you can see where the gaps are. If the person is not comfortable doing, there should be somebody in their space they can call their lactation specialist. The lactation specialist is somebody who has been trained to help a mother put the baby to the breast mm. and help the mother address any other challenges they may have. Mm. And let me put it in here: When you go abroad, breast cow milk is given free of charge. When you want to breastfeed, you pay to be taught to breastfeed because there is something better in it. So let's not kid ourselves that oh yeah, everywhere they are giving yes because they want. And now some countries are changing. Mm. Yes, a place we all like to refer to. Yes, yes. Even some states have now made are changing. But in the past, it was cheap because you go to work early, mm. so you dose the baby cow milk and come to work. They've seen that the products are not great. And so whenever you are being asked to pay extra for something, you must know that there's something good in, there. Good in that. Mm. So I think we should not be quick to say abroad, they are giving formulas. So it's, a, it's not a gold standard. They've mm. seen better
6: mm. and they so, are
4: changing. Mm. Doc, let's look at the, the effects of, of poor feeding. Um, beyond maltration, which <clears throat> is the, uh, the obvious one, what are the kind of things a baby will suffer when they are not getting the right nutrition uh, from, from the breast milk the breast and is there anything milk. such as quality breast milk no. <laughs> or, or, or because we've just established that some will produce more based on what they're doing the rest they're getting but is there a way of determining if this mother's milk is of more quality than that one what influences that if there's anything like that
14: ironically God has made the breast milk tailor made for every child so trust me the mother of a premature baby breast milk is different from the mother of a term baby
6: No. Yeah.
14: There's more calories in the premature because he needs a little more to grow. So it's interesting. And when it comes to baby feed, the breast, the the body will draw whatever is in the mother to make sure the baby is fine. So you must be depleted of all nutrients for the baby to get nothing.
6: Okay.
14: Okay. If your iron stores are low, They will draw whatever is left and make sure the baby is fine. So maybe we'll take whatever it needs. Yes. And then the rest is yours to manage. (laughs) So so there are only exceptions where mommy is very sick. Then you may say she can't produce milk or or all that. I mean, some may be so sick they can they have to be on some medications for which we have to stop breastfeeding. Those are exceptions. And that one, please, we give formula. Okay. And for me, I don't prescribe one particular brand of formula. Okay. I said they are all cow milk. See what you can afford, and give well. Then to go for the top of the range, and then you cannot buy uh. enough, and then you are now diluting double. Mm. Then your child will not get Losing adequate.
6: Yes, yes.
14: Right.
4: So, doc, uh, back to the question on the effects beyond malnutrition.
14: Well, immune system is also compromised. And then, of course, um, poor weight gain and poor development. Mm. And so that's what we know. And to answer the question about some of the signs that the child is not getting enough, the best judge is the weight of the child.
4: And that's why it's good to go, to go for, for your,
14: your monthly um, weighing. Mm. So if, they, if, if a mother says, I'm not getting enough, she comes to the hospital, the child is not gaining weight. Child is fussy. You express, there's no milk coming. She's not lying.
6: Mm. Formula.
14: The truth is in front of you. Mm. This is a mother whose breast is almost empty. Child is not gaining weight. But let me put in, now, modern mothers, one of our challenges is lack of rest. And it's not because sometimes we don't have any help, but it's because we, we will not let go of our phones. Mm. And so we use all the time that the baby is asleep to catch up with our friends. And the question is,
6: yeah, boy, girl.
14: <laughs> it's not change it won't change So, when baby sleeps sleep when he's awake he or she is awake you can then catch up on your house chores you don't need to wash in the morning for it to dry even if you wash at night it can still dry so there's no rule that if you wash before 11 if you don't wash before 11, 11 a.m it doesn't yeah. so th- those are a few things that for the modern mother mm. we have to be aware of sleep is important when aunties and grandmas come and we are still up during the day, just tidying in catching up, up, just in catching up, chatting, then we don't rest. Mind you, you did the night shift alone. Hmm. All your friends Not were one. asleep.
6: <laughs> yes.
14: And now we say that this should help. I agree. But they don't have breasts, which is producing milk. So let them do the help before the midnight shift. When they come from work, they should get useful, taking care of the child while mommy rests. And grandmas, too, if you let them stay up late, their, high, their blood pressure will go up. So let them also do the 8 to 11 shift. And then the night shift, mommy can manage it because she's had some before-night shift rest. And then in the morning, you, you catch up on your sleep and let everybody else do the
4: rest of the work. Really important so. tips here for you, but we have more to share. Look at this. We'll be back to wrap up the show.
13: Breastfeeding Breast milk is the best food for every newborn. Formula feeds are still below breast milk in quality. Babies do not get full on their mom's breast when only the nipple is given to the child. If your baby sucks for more than 25 minutes and is still not full, check where the baby is sucking. Painful nipples mean your baby is sucking wrongly, so get help. If your baby does not suck your breast, you will produce less breast milk. Hello, do you have any questions for your baby doctor? Send a video or text to 0557-456-211. would love to hear from you.
4: And those were your tips for today. Dr. Koy is still with me. Doc, we are wrapping up. Quickly, we'll do a mop-up of all we've discussed earlier, but before that, there are mothers who complain about children who are just lazy at eating. You say, whatever you do, this child will not, He's just so lazy. How do you deal with children who appear to have some form of bad eating habits? Okay. One,
14: yes, I mean, there are generally some children who do not want to stay on their breast forever. They will do 10, 15 minutes, and they are done. And they sleep enough for two to three hours before they feed again, and they are gaining weight. For that child, he latches on.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
14: Well, he empties what he wants to take and is growing well, so don't worry. Okay. It is his style of feeding. He doesn't like staying on the breast for 30 minutes. That's okay. So first, it's good.
6: So
7: if you're an R&B lover, uh, you're an African, especially Nigerian, or Ghanaian, because obviously, Nigeria, Ghana, we sisters, brothers and sisters. Uh, you will be familiar with the name Afro-Dija. Uh, back in 2014, uh, that's how far I remember. Dija was all over the place with a beautiful voice, and she still looks the same since I saw her in 2014. And I have the opportunity to have a sit down, a conversation, a candid one, of course, uh, with Afro Dija coming all the way from Nigeria, and she's right here. How are you? I'm fantastic. you are literally making me feel like, oh, no, Max, no. you need to work on yourself. Because, 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 listen, guys, uh, do you believe or would you believe that uh, the woman sitting right here has three children? Of course not. No one believes it.
9: You're making me embarrassed. You
7: are such a beauty.
16: Thank you so very
7: much. Forget about the makeup. You're beautiful. I was
16: just going to tell you that you know they they make me look good. So no, oh. oh, but 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 you look fantastic. Thank Welcome you. to I Ghana. Really, I really appreciate it. Ah uh, no, I've been welcomed very well in mm-hmm. Ghana. In these Last few days, I've been here what 48 hours now. Okay. And and you've just you've not slept very much. You've tasted our jollof rice. I'm going to. I see. It's uh, actually waiting uh, for me. So after this, I'm going to. But you know, as they go now. we... <laughs> We're about to go into this one now. No, no, no. We won't go into it. You know, there's quite a number of jollof rice. So yeah. can argue it.
7: <laughs> I wasn't expecting to choose Ghana jollof, obviously. I will choose Nigeria jollof, you know, anytime.
16: But you've tried Senegalese jollof. No, I haven't. I should try it. Oh, really? You should try it as well. Is there now. They're the, they the babas of jollof. They speak Wolof. Oh, wow. They're the creators. So- Okay. Well, this so this is interesting. Yeah, but me, I just always say my mom's jollof just just beats it. I don't even mind if my own is no, if my mom's own is. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> it's done. I mean, everything is done. I know, I done. Cut out.
7: But um, I mean, it's been it's been it's been a long time. I mean, correct me if I'm mistaken, but uh, after 2014, 2019, I haven't really heard uh from D J. personally i don't know what the fans think maybe i I might not be uh, doing my research well correct me
16: if i'm mistaken um, what what happened you've done your research um uh the i have been dropping i actually haven't really taken a break but i guess from the limelight it's it's different okay you know once you've been sort of thrust into the limelight and you know being that i got the platform of of Maven, which is an amazing um, platform. The idea was everybody was seeing you and was Uh ready to see the next things. Um, And then, you know, along the way, inside my life, God's plan in there as well. I got married and I Uh had a a son. Okay, And um, I still was dropping. I was actually... I think baddening you was what you were probably mentioning that was around. Yeah. Um, baddening you, um, I was pregnant with my daughter, you, heavily pregnant in baddening you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was pregnant through probably most of my career. <laughs> but <laughs> you, but you still managed to you yeah. know, work I mean, around? You know, I mean, come on, like women, you know, we have to give it up to ourselves. I don't know how God created us. Yeah. But thank you to all the women ahead of me that made it look possible.
9: You know, and that's
16: just what makes me know that it's doable. I mean, they did not die, they did it, and may God, you know, continue to give us strength sure. and long life. But the the idea is no matter what, with children, you have to give your 100% attention. Yeah. And music is a very, very jealous career. Mm. So it never, I never really left music. I was just, I was dropping, I dropped uh, three EPs, EPs since then, and I'm working on my first album. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, with this,
7: um I think it's just right for me to ask whether or not music is or music has always been what you wanted yeah. to do. Has it always been like that? You know, tell me about
16: the journey. Yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's it's a journey. It's still a journey. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm. I feel. I feel. I won't lie. Motherhood has made me really, really confident. um I I love being a mom. Mm. I can't tell you it's easy. I don't think any mom. But they said if it's. If it's easy, then you're not doing it right, right? Yeah. So the fact that it's it's not easy not means easy. you're doing it right yeah. because so it's for me it's it's honestly been a blessing. It's been a learning experience. I feel my experience between now between then and now, yeah. um, I've grown in many different facets, and I hope it shows in my music. You know, my fans are. I, I don't know how to thank my fans. They've stuck by me. <laughs> All the time. Through the years. It's yeah. more of like now wow, now you with a way to we don't understand. So it's not that I, I never left music to be okay. honest. Um I was always doing, doing music. music. But the truth is the limelight, yeah, maybe I pulled back a little bit a little because bit. there's only so much you can do at the same time the same time. Um, so I was doing it but uh, well, honestly whatever takes precedent at that point I just put my heart and soul into it and that's just what people see mm. You know, I put my heart and soul into my family I put my heart and soul into my music and I just hope that it transcends any form of oh whether she did or she did that's the yeah. idea of music but I've been doing music for quite, time, for quite some time yeah. um, my first professional taste of music was in 2009 Okay. And uh, that was uh, when I did a beat music award competition. A friend of mine, Aman, in Canada. I was going to uni at the time, you know. And I was like, I gotta make some. I gotta have some balls. I don't know if I curse there, but um, I gotta do this. And you know, the thing with music is, when somebody wants to do it, especially as Africans, you're like, uh-huh. hey, go this one school and all yeah. that stuff. So I ended up. She put me in the competition. Okay. A friend of mine, Toya and I, prior to that competition, went to a competition and the voice actually and it was it was funny I just opened my mouth and I was like oh yeah thank you I was like well, <laughs> you know because there's a lot of people so yeah. after that my friend was like you know I think you should try this try. Right. let's see what you can do and, and I ended up winning and I ended up winning the competition in fact I was just like I don't know how
9: but I ended up winning
16: because it's not like I know anybody in mm-hmm. Canada so you can't mm-hmm. say it was like yeah. yeah and from there I was able to do a song called Rock Steady you know the winning yeah. the prize was I was getting four songs with um, Rockstar Music Corp at the time. And that was actually pretty dope. You know, it made me like, oh, wow. Okay. You are actually, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not like, like, trust me. When I heard myself then, I was like, oh my God, I've grown, you know, but it was, I guess you see potential yeah, and you meet different people in your life. And, you know, I don't want to say the rest is history because I'm still creating Uh what my future is. But after that, you know a few you push and push and push and you realize that there are different things that you can and I decided to come home um, joy, yeah and I and between in between I, I know I just left a lot of years in between but I know I don't have much time so yeah. from that to where I was um it was it was a bit of a struggle in terms of just trying to break through whatever this artist feels their breakthrough is yeah. and I think I was in a point of just feeling uh, I'm not sure if I know it's for me, but maybe I just want to maybe write because I was trying to write for like a girl group and different things. and I was actually in a girl group once. <laughs> oh, how did I? Did. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I actually do that. <laughs> Um, It was called Georgia Street in Canada and...
0: uh... Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a US-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone.